Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Eat, Pray, Thought podcast. I am your host, Savoy Anthony Jefferson, a.k.a. the Undisputed Bussy Champion, a.k.a. Bussyana LaBeja, a.k.a. Fat Bitch Bussy, a.k.a. Lay Bussy, a.k.a. Big Bussy Almighty, most illustrious member of Gamma Phi Bussy. Um, I would like to thank, yes, Gamma Phi Bussy. Okay? We are now, for, we are a sorority incorporated um and we only let certain bussies in anyways <laughs> we would like to welcome you to episode four 400 now y'all just so we can get clear this is a prequel to season four we did one last season we're gonna do one this season just so we clear it's kind of like a bonus episode but we ain't calling it a bonus episode but nonetheless so this week so this week's episode is entitled this week's episode is entitled sierra revealed the prayer for y'all who may not know i have been very dedicated to sierra's prayer and in particular um one of my good friends akila came and she sent me a clip of Sierra last week on WW's. So WW, which was formerly Weight Watchers, is now um, doing this series with Oprah. And it was called Oprah's um, Be the Love You Need. And basically, Sierra talked about the prayer. And this is a monumental event because Sierra's never really went in depth with the prayer. And Keila knows how important this prayer is to me because I, too, want a nigga like Russell. I prefer he be dark skinned, but I'm really not picky. Um, So the highlights from this, just so y'all can be clear, Sierra said she was intentional in her thoughts. She declared and prayed. And so basically, she said that it got so real for her that she could literally taste what she was envisioning. And she closed it out with saying, I envisioned where I wanted to go. I spoke life into where I wanted to go. I wrote down where I wanted to go and then and then press go to get there. And she said once she committed to this, it just gradually started to happen. So I want y'all keep keep this in mind, envisioning where you want to go speaking life into where you want to go, writing down where you want to go, and then pressing go to get there, and then staying committed, y'all. That is how we gonna get the dick that we deserve this year, okay? All right, all right. Thank y'all for this lovely time. Now I'm going to introduce my beautiful, my so amazing co-host, Miss Amber Milan. Hey y'all, what's good? Hey, Gamma Phi Bussy. I'm feeling that. I am feeling that. I love yes, that. Gamma okay. Bussy. So in the spirit of always being prepared, even though literally five minutes ago, I could not find my AKAs, but we are going to be prepared all 2021. So I am trying to keep that momentum going. Um, so it's your girl, Amber. And because we gamify Blissy, this is Big Sister Depressed Ho, a.k.a. Amy Depressants, a.k.a. Melanin Bunny. Shout out to the Problematic Princess. We love you. Flo- AKA Fluoxetina Nulls, AKA the artist formerly known as Emo Black Girl, AKA in the spirit of this episode, Your Man's Prayer. Ooh, oh, okay. So, <laughs> come on, Your Man's Prayer. Amen. <laughs> you hoes, a lot of you hoes out there, y'all ain't nobody's prayer, okay? No, no. Not but, even close. Uh, 
Your man is praying for me. Oh. Okay. Come Thank on. You. Your man. <laughs> now your man is. I love it. Oh, we gotta get that. That's gonna be our line name. Your man is praying. <laughs> That's gonna be our first line of Gamify Bussy. <laughs> Your man is praying for us. <laughs> Ooh, come on. I How love are it. you? Um, you know, um, it was a long but overall good week. So I'm very thankful for that. Um as everyone I don't well, I don't know if everyone knows, but I have been going through a rebranding with my company. So been overseeing that shout out to trey parker for doing all the the new logo and my website and our website and a bunch of other things including the social media um shout out do to you trey. want the bussy hive to check you out oh shout yeah you out? Come, come on come on come amber <laughs> please go to savoy jefferson pr.com www dot savoyjeffersonpr.com okay um check out the website we worked very diligently on this goddamn website um and see everything that we did and you know i've just been trying to get new business taking a bunch of client meetings i had three client meetings this week um including two on tuesday so but you know i mean i'm getting this money I am where the money resides. Okay. Yay. Shout out to Amber for always reminding us that we are where the money resides. Come on. Um, Shout out to Dorelli Rail for just ex exactly creating a phrase okay. that speaks to a generation. Okay. <laughs> Come on, a phrase that speaks to a generation. <laughs> Amen. Um, but yeah, so that's where I'm at. How are you, Amber? What was your week like? Um, okay. So I'm all, so I, my week, it was okay. It was not great, but in the spirit of being positive, I've been watching a lot of Dawson's Creek and, um, on, Dawson's Creek. Yeah. I can see why my little young self was trying to throw my little coochie to Pacey. I can see it now. I can understand. Uh, is, Pacey, Jan is that James Vanderbeek or the other one? That's the other one. James Vanderbeek does not his his looks do not age well. Um, cause that head every episode, I'd be like, why is it this big? It's like too big for his body. I cannot. It's like I don't know. It, Dawson was a nerd, and I mean, like they were all kind of nerds, but Pacey. Mm. Shout out to shout out to uh, Joshua Jackson. Shout out to him. Come on. And you know Joshua Jackson is married to um Jody Turner Smith. He sure is. Mm -hmm. I think Sorry, they just I had their I think they just had their baby. He sure is. My little like, oh my God, my little Oh my God, I forgot about that. Sorry, y'all, I'm having a moment. I forgot he was married to a beautiful, dark-skinned woman. My dreams. Oh, my little young self. Her um, name is Joni, Janie Jody Fiona Jackson. Shout out to that little black girl. Okay. All right. Shout out to her daddy. Okay. <laughs> Not shout out to her daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah my week was fine but it's been a lot of dawson's creek watching 
what 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 service what streaming platform is that on it's on netflix but it doesn't have the sad part is they don't have the the theme song with the og one which was like i don't want to wait that one that song they don't have that so what the fuck is it child i don't know the white the whitish something whiter than that that song that i just sang like it it is really bad i refuse if it ain't i don't want to wait it's really bad but i'm enjoying it i'm enjoying it okay come on all right so um this week for our special prequel episode to season four, we have a very special guest this week. Someone who means a boat a lot to both me and Amber. Um, someone mm-hmm. who has seen us at our high highs and our low lows. Oh, say that. Okay. <laughs> um someone whose someone whose skin is glowing. The Just, like the, like has a natural highlight oh, okay. on my face. Like okay, like for all my makeup users, like y'all know we put that like highlight on our you know cheekbone. My sis got it already and got a a lick of makeup on. Okay, all right, together. <laughs> Some of you girls maybe it's Maybelline, um, but <laughs> but maybe it's Maybelline for y'all, but it ain't Maybelline for her. Um, okay. Oh, <laughs> um, the original Philly John, um, yes. <laughs> yay, Freeman. Um, Dania is an entertainment marketing guru who is currently working with a variety of your faves, including Megan D. Stallion, Miguel, Kelly Rowland, yeah. Moneybag Yo, and Moneybag Yo, among others. Um, she has also worked at um, she's also worked at RCA Records as well as Sony Music Entertainment, which is where I met Dania. Um, I met her on my very first day at work, <laughs> um, and we'll talk about that later. She is also the moderator slash co-host for the World Series Spades, which can which you can watch on Amazon Prime. Not to mention, Miss Freeman, like I said, is a very dear friend to both Amber and I. Bussy High, please welcome our friend, our sister, Dania Freeman. I feel like this awesome. like a round of applause or something. But uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. That introduction was incredible. I mean, so well, you make me feel so good today. Amber, thank you for the natural highlight. Um, <laughs> the skin is glowing. Shit. I'm, that's what the fuck I'm proud of today. The skin is glowing. I'm like, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, but what's up, Bussy Hive? I'm so excited to be here on Eat, Pray, Thought. Uh, my name is Dania Freeman, a.k.a. D. Freezy, a.k.a. Nia Free, a.k.a. Um, I guess I'm Big Sister Do Better, motherfuckers. That's what I am. You know what I'm saying? If you gonna if you gonna roll with us, you gotta come correct. So yeah. Thanks come for having on, big sister. Do better. Yes, our line is gonna be cute. Okay, I don't know about them other lines. My <laughs> <laughs> line is gonna be cute. <laughs> um, um Dania, anything you feel like the, the girls should know about you before we jump into the episode? Anything you want the Bussy Hives to know, anything they should understand before we jump uh, into this episode. Okay. Okay, unders. Oh, you should know that I'm from Philly, like Savoy said. You know, I'm the original Philly John. Um, I curse a lot, so um, I'm gonna try to be mindful. 
Why? Um, this, ain't the, this ain't the podcast. To do oh, okay, cool. Exactly. <laughs> um, let me see what else. I mean, no, I'm here and I'm ready to like just answer these questions honestly. To be honest, uh, I'm a little nervous because I'm like, ooh, that might tell more than I want motherfuckers to know. But either way, I'm excited to be here, especially with two of the two of the most important people in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have a very I'm very particular about who I share my time with. And I love y'all dearly. So I'm excited. Thank you. Okay. We love you too, Dania. Heart. Uh, heart. All right. And, As- you know what? And I love Ray J. So I say, you feel me all the time. <laughs> you could have kept that part out. Uh, <laughs> wow. We said so many great things. And then you jump into the first thing you, you let out. One of the first things you say is how you love Ray J. Listen. That's where I got that. Listen. Although I did listen to I Wish this week. You see? Come on. One now. wish, one wish. <laughs> what the what? I don't okay, so what made you listen to that? Like okay, I need so, to know backstory. Okay, so there's this young artist named by the name of Love Kale, who's a little like R and B YouTube singer, who my friend okay. is my friend Brian, shout out to my friend Brian, is the product manager for and he was telling me how the song samples one wish and because he told me that i was like let me go listen to one wish and one wish is a vibe okay like one wish is like it's definitely one of my favorite songs like it's a phenomenal song like rodney jerkins did what he had to do one wish is a classic argue with your mama okay all right um like it's a phenomenal record. Let me go call Monica right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> now let me go call Monica right now. Don't do this, Amber. Okay. Amber. <laughs> no, no, no Ray J slander will be tolerated. Oh, hold on now. I'm not. Nah, I'm not going that far. <laughs> he said, "I'm not going that far." I, Ray J slander is okay in my my in my house, um, but one I'm wish Ray slander very was, entertaining. I mean, someone that ignorant you gotta find entertaining. That's true. That's true. Um, but anyways, okay. As always, <laughs> um, as uh, so. As I was saying, for this prequel episode, um, it's going to be a little more free-flowing, y'all. Everybody's going to answer the questions um, just so everyone's prepared. This is not going to be our standard episode. So if you're new to Eat, Pray, Thought, don't think this is how every episode is going to be. Um, and if you're new to Eat, Pray, Thought, thank you for joining us um, on this lovely Bussy hey. <laughs> um, As always, we start with Bussy Pep Talks, which is one reason myself um, Amber, as well as our guests, are proud of ourselves this week, um, or just bigging up ourselves, for lack of better words. Um, Dania, since you are a lovely guest, please start with your bussy. What is your bussy pep talk for the week? Okay, my bussy pep talk this week. I'm proud of myself for, um, well, shit, I'm proud of myself for, like, focusing on my health in a way, like exercising more, eating better, but like in a really natural way, smoking less weed. And I literally just had to turn the camera off because I had a cramp in my motherfucking abs. 
from the workout this morning. It was like, ooh, girl, what is going on here? But no, nah, I'm proud of myself for that. And also just on the work side, we uh, Kelly Rowland's new EP, K is out this week. And it was a, a labor of love. And, you know, we've been working on that for a while. So I am proud of myself because, uh, yeah, we did that okay. for an indie release. You feel me? Um, Let them yeah. know. And it's and it don't stop. We got we got more coming, so I'm excited. Okay, Amber, where's your busy pep talk? Uh, I am proud of myself for doing this episode. <laughs> um, I'm. This has been a, a rough week, but um, one thing that I'm trying to do is to try to keep moving in the midst of wanting to just stay stagnant. So I'm proud of myself for that. And we proud of um, My Bussy Pep Talk is just, I guess, really, I'm just proud of myself for staying committed to just the things that I said I would be do, I would do for myself this year. Um, <clears throat> it's been a lot, and I'm still trying to work out how to balance all this, but I am definitely standing in my worth um, and just doing the things I said. And then I think also just understanding that um, in particular, I've been, <laughs> since I got my financial advisor, um, <laughs> one thing that I, I big flex <laughs> child, first of all, I want y'all to know once again, <laughs> I want y'all to know that my financial advisor was like, you don't have any money. You don't have any money. So I don't want to hear you complain about work anymore. So <laughs> not that, <laughs> I like that. Right. I was like, okay, all right. Um, so, but one of the things I just kind of was affirming is like, yes, I deserve nice things, but that doesn't mean that I can't be responsible with how I go about getting those nice things and making responsible decisions, even while, um, you know, living the life that I want to live, so to speak. So just still making responsible decisions. Like I don't need every motherfucking thing, especially not in a pan in a Panderosa. Um, so yeah, that's my busy pep talk. Can I can I go back to mine real quick? Yes. Your pep your pep talk made me think about something that I decided to that I'm working on this year, which is having hobbies for myself, which I've realized I don't have. So my first hobby that I'm delving Ooh. into is sewing. And, um, some, for some reason I thought sewing was going to be like you buy the machine and you sit down and you sew. Um, it's not, and it's very challenging. And I was on that motherfucking machine last night for about four hours and we still can't, uh, get a straight line, but I'm going to stick to it. <laughs> and I'm proud, of I'm proud of myself for actually making the time to like sit down and learn something new, something that I've been saying that I've wanted to do for a long time. So, yeah. Come on. I love that. You better be I love that, that Tracy Reese in here. Thank you. <laughs> Tracy uh, Reese. Icon. 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 Okay. One of the first fashion major fashion shows I went to and almost had to fight somebody. But anyways. <laughs> shout out to Elvarna for almost had me to fight somebody at a fashion show. Anyways, and Tanasha, I got into a fight, back-to-back -back fights at Tracy, almost Tracy Reese shows. But nonetheless, um, uh -huh. um, we'll start with um, Eat. Um, as, like I say, anybody new to the podcast, we go and order Eat, Pray, Thought. So the first Eat question is, what is one food? 
one food or restaurant that you want to eat more of in 2021? Dania, you can start. Um, well, I need to, I haven't been to New Orleans since like 2017, long overdue. I need some Drago's, um, charbroiled oysters in my motherfucking system. And then also Mm. I need need, uh, to get my money together so I can get some, uh, yellowtail sashimi and jalapeno from Nobu. (laughs) That's what I want more of. (laughs) That's what we missing over here. But no, I really like once I haven't been on an airplane since 2019. So it's like once everyone's back to like traveling safely and stuff like that, like New Orleans is definitely a place I want to visit and the food is lovely. So. Amen. So good. Mm, A blessing. I think for me, I just want to eat. (laughs) I want to eat more salads. I want to eat more greens and vegetables. (laughs) Um, Okay. Yes. Because I'm 2020. I said. 2020 a nigga said what what i'm eating what 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 what's what is healthy um i want it all so i just want to eat more grains more fruits just be a little more um conscious and more healthy in my decisions Mm -hmm. my food decisions amber uh, I want to eat sushi, but sushi requires me going to a, a a restaurant because I don't do takeout sushi for some reason. Like it just freaks me out a little bit. And then I also got sick one time when I ate takeout sushi. So like, I want to go somewhere where there's like some real fresh sushi, and I have not had that. So we need. Very, to go to I have not had that. Yeah, I guess we do need to go to Nobu. Yes. Um, yeah, but I would I I would like to go get some sushi. I haven't had that in so long. Is there a particular role you want? Um, okay, so when I was in Chicago, there was like this spot. It was called Yuzu, uh, and they used to always have like these like really kind of like crazy funky rolls. Like I'm not like one of those like people who just like eats a typical like i don't know california roll or like some like or anything like that but it was like they had i know they had like i can't remember like all um let me look it up really quick and then i will get back to you because it was i like those like kind of like funky we've made this specifically to our uh our location rolls. Mm. I had a spicy po'boy roll recently. Mm-hmm. A spicy shrimp po'boy roll from Wegman. Uh, um, mm-hmm. On Wednesday, phenomenal. Chef's kiss. The, actually, thank you. You This has helped me remember. The last time I um, had sushi, it was this spot in... They have it in Harlem and the Bronx. I don't know how it's doing in the pandemic, but it's called Mama Sushi. And that is that is the first time that I tried Trey Gope. They have like a Trey Gope sushi roll. So it was it was egg, salami, and the tropical cheese, fried cheese. And then it was like <laughs> in a rice roll. I'm telling that shit was fire. And then it, and then I became obsessed with Trey Gope after it but shout out to mama sushi that was the last time i had sushi when i was working at dc samara they you know because we was always in the bronx when i was over there come on bx yeah, sh- 
Yeah, shout out to Mama Sushi. Damn. Okay, Mama keep sushi going. Sorry. So good. Like it's, it it's sounds. Like, it's like sushi. You said what? I've never had Mama Sushi. Mama Sushi is like Dominican and I guess like Japanese fusion, but it's like mostly Dominican. And then they also, ha- and it feels like Atlanta to me because they have a bunch of like um, hookahs everywhere. Like it's just like a hookah on a table. <laughs> and it's this like is exactly what I thought it would be. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, but shit, I'm like, oh, I love that. Like, oh, I'm, I missed out. Mama Sushi is a vibe. Like when I tell you I fucked with Mama Sushi, like that was a, that was a spot for me. Like I love that place. It's really nice. The food's good. I don't drink, but my friends who do drink love the drinks. So yeah, go to Mama Sushi if it's still on. I don't know if it's still around. I think it's still popping, but it was like one of those places that like really popped pre-COVID, you know? Look, I'm looking at Mama Sushi. <laughs> I love sushi too. And literally went back and forth with Savoy the other day about that that po' boy roll because I'm like, that is not sushi. Just because you roll it in, just because you roll it in rice <laughs> and some seaweed, baby, don't make it sushi. <laughs> That's Mama Sushi, okay? So if you don't like sushi, you might like Mama Sushi. But that's not the type of sushi that I do like. But that just made me remember, you know. They seem to still be running. Um, they actually got new locations. Oh, you know what, Mama oh, Sushi, no. shout out. <laughs> they got they got one on Dykeman. There's one in Harlem, the Bronx, Elizabeth, which I'm thinking is New Jersey. Um, uh-huh. And then two more in New Jersey. Union City in Passaic. So Mama Sushi, um, like Mama Sushi done got a hole. We need to charge them. Um, they did. <laughs> look, we need to charge them because most of New York is one of our top <laughs> demographics. Okay. <laughs> Um, so if y'all get Mama Sushi, Mama, Mama Sushi, holla at us, okay? Um, all right, the next question. What is one food that you are ashamed of eating currently, but you just can't get enough of it? I will start on this one. Um, I'm not very proud of myself, but since I've been in Virginia, I've had Chick-fil-A at least once a week. Um, there's something about hate the hate chicken that really just hate chicken yes <laughs> the hate chicken. chicken there's something about the hate chicken that really soothes my soul um also they have the best cookies and cream shake um and oh and everybody was on twitter raving about the mac and cheese and i was like i don't know like white folks mac and cheese uh uh but just also restaurant mac and cheese I can honestly say that the Chick-fil-A mac and cheese is yeah. like is like getting slapped in the face with a heavy ass dick. It's just so good. <laughs> I can't believe that. No, it's it's really like y'all. I'm telling y'all, I swear to God on everything I love, like with a heavy most, dick? I can't believe that. Yes, it's like <laughs> yes, with a heavy dick. It's like getting slapped in your face with a heavy dick. And I've only been slapped in my face with by two heavy dicks, but that's how good it is. Wait, have I been slapped in my face with one? Oh Jesus! Uh- <laughs> I had to think about it. Two on record. Anyways, um, Amber. Um, 
I, I hate to be that person, but I don't have any food that I'm ashamed of. Like mm-hmm. I've been one thing that I will say that just going, this is like some therapy shit, but like I've been doing like I've been like before I used to like look at food and be like, there's I would put like moral like implications on that food. Like I'd be like, this is bad food. This is good food. This is whatever food. And like my therapist was like, maybe you should stop doing that. Cause like, it wasn't helping like with like my, how I think about food and it made me have like unhealthy relationships with food. And so like, I don't know. I just, as far as like feeling shame for eating things, like I don't have that, but I'm sorry to be that person y'all, but like, (laughs) uh, this is a good thing. I fuck with it. I like it. Why would you be? Yeah. You know, because people, that's no fun. You know, people just want to hear, I'm ashamed to eat Cheetos. You know, they don't want to hear, like, don't be, <laughs> don't be ashamed. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. But, you know, like, <laughs> at least that's what I be thinking to myself sometimes. But it's like, say, um, that's you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's me. Okay. Yeah. I'm a hater. Okay. <laughs> the first step is a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, the I first step on my damn self. <laughs> but yeah, I try not to. I try not to feel shame around food, and like it, I feel like I've I've had a better and healthier relationship with food since, mm. since doing that. Okay, Dania. Oh, uh, for you know what? Shit, Amber's response makes me want to look at my shit different. But um, see, that's why. <laughs> no, but the thing is, the thing is, like I've been like just. Like when Savoy brought up like the Chick-fil-A and I'm like, ooh, and milkshakes. I'm like, ooh, I don't do that shit. And I've like just been eating better just naturally. However, every time I stop in the 7-Eleven, which is one on every corner in LA, I buy pork rinds every time. (laughs) I eat them joints more than I should. And um, I'm not ashamed, but it's not something I want to tell people. Like if I was if I went Seven Eleven with like if I wasn't by myself I probably wouldn't buy it. <laughs> I mean, it's, you said I ain't ashamed, but I don't want none of my friends or a potential nigga to know that I'm eating pork rinds. That sounds like shame to me, honey. I also feel like they're a good. Like, okay, maybe they're not spicy. a good snack. Maybe my mama just told me they were a good snack. It has only the spicy ones. <laughs> Like literally, it's ridiculous. <sighs> Shout out to pork rinds. Shout out to look, okay? Because a good rind. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> um, all right. So now we're gonna go into pray. As always, we start pray the very same way. Is what is your passion? And we will start this question with Miss Amber Milana. Ooh. Current uh. Okay, what is my passion? Um, my passion is actually to tell stories of like marginalized people. That's I think that's really it. Like I'm tired. Like okay, so for example, like I watched the Dawson's Creek, and this is the whitest shit I've ever seen in my life. And like every time I see a black person like in the corner, I'd be like, what would it be like if we did a story about them in this white ass? You know, like I just like want to know a little bit more about stories that maybe we don't typically hear and talk to people that we don't typically hear from. So that's, that's my passion is just like telling stories, but like not the same old stories that we hear all the time. Okay. 
Dania, what is your passion? I would say my passion is helping the people around me discover and really live in their passion and like oh. really know their worth and really know how special they are and that, you know, like that's something that I've realized, like even from coworkers, you know, every every um, company I've been in or any team I've ever worked on, I always recognize like the folks who kind of need to be uplifted. You know what I'm saying? The folks who need to know like that your worth isn't attached to to your fucking title, you know, and it's like that's something that I'm passionate about is like really uplifting other people and the people around me and making sure like they, they're living in their passions and and is ex- excited about what they're doing. Um. My current passion really is just, like I said, kind of living in my worth um, and standing in that. And I think there have been so many things that I said I've wanted to do or things I've said I deserve that I haven't really went after after or I didn't really truly believe that. So for me, um, this particular year, but just as soon as I turned 35, I feel like it kind of just all everything kind of hit me. Um, But yeah, so it's. But that's one of the reasons I went and got a financial advisor is one of the reasons why I went and changed the logo and got a website for the, the um, for my company. And just in general, like why I've been more mindful what I or trying to be as most mindful as possible of what I'm eating and just, you know, and also just not forcing um, niggas. I met a, a lovely man this this year already, and I was like, he's a very sweet guy, but it just something was missing, and I was able to like see that right away and not force it, just because he's a great guy, and I wouldn't have done that before. I would have just been like, oh, he's a great guy, I can make this work. It's like, no, it's okay. So, and I think that has a lot to do with like just like I said, kind of standing in my worth and being trusting that good things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So there. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. Yes. We feeling those passions. Yes. Okay. Passionate about yourself, motherfucker. That's what I get. That's what you're supposed to be. <laughs> okay. Um, it's all new. <laughs> what is one life lesson or thing you have already learned in 2021? Denise, you want to start? Got you. Um, <laughs> you know what? When I when you first said it, the first thing that came to mind was I'll just answer with that. Uh, that I'm that bitch, um, and that's on okay. that. And, and what's that's and that's that's on Mary had a little bitch. Ah, ah. <laughs> come on, I'm come on bitch. again. The voice of a generation. <laughs> I'm that bitch is what I've learned in the first two months or month and a half of 2021. Um, yeah, and not many can fuck with me. Hey, you can take that how you may. And that part and that applies to multiple disciplines. Oh, oh, cool. <laughs> you feel me? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. literally, that's what I've learned. I, I don't. I, <laughs> do I need to? <laughs> no, no, no. You don't. I, don't okay. think, I think. I think you. I think you've said enough. Um, because you are that bitch, and then that's that's that that just says everything, pretty much. Um. Amber, what have you learned this year so far? Um, what I have so this year has kind of been a whirlwind already. I'm like, what day is it? Um, but what I have learned this year is to trust my gut and never doubt. 
and never doubt that. Like always go with like my instincts. And one thing that I'm doing, I'm always like second guessing myself. So I'm like trying to at least, I'm like not second guessing myself. I'm like third, fourth, fifth guessing myself. So I'm getting to the point where I'm like just now second guessing. And then we're going to get to the part where we like, I'm that bitch. Well, see, I don't second guess that I'm that bitch part. But like, <laughs> I fucking I hate. I hate slash love Amber. I don't. Well, I don't actually second guess <laughs> that. Um, I don't second guess that. But I do second guess like, okay, like if I'm making a decision about my life, or I'm making a decision about work, or like I'm like, oh, maybe that's not the right thing, or maybe I didn't say the right thing, or blah blah blah. Like that's what I do. Um, and maybe maybe people who are. That see here we go see you know let me <laughs> now I'm now I'm second guessing stuff but anyway um but no like I I'm really just trying to like make sure that like I go with my gut and and go with my instincts and not try to second guess those instincts or and and know that every instinct or feeling is for a reason. Mm-hmm. I love that. That is very true. Come on. I think for me, it's just still remembering that balance is key and that every one thing can't become my everything. <laughs> um, like I can't invest in so much in one thing um, or one or two things that that's all I get caught up in. And then I burn essentially burn out. So I think it was weird because this um, as we went as I went into the year, I was trying to write down all my goals in the journal and some about it just didn't feel right. And then what really literally what came to me was like, no, so wait, what's what's number one priority for 2021 is your mental health. Like we've done this before. We know you're ambitious. We know you're going to get things done. But what you what you need to make sure that you prioritize is your mental health, no matter what. So it's weird because I like just basically went back and kind of just was like, nope, this will be the goal. Um, and everything will kind of center around this. Um, so it's been interesting. I'm trying to just like learn balance and just keep, keep a certain amount, you know, obviously there are going to be times where it's not going to be as balanced, but doing my best to maintain whatever balance looks like for me in the moment. Um, and really staying committed to that. So what I've learned. Yes, I love that. Jinx. <laughs> Shout out to balance. Shout out to not letting something dictate who you are. Also watch Soul if y'all haven't. Oof, loved it. I wa- I probably watched it. I'm not going to say how many times I watched it, but like <laughs> that state, like at the part at the end with the uh, the fish and like, yeah. Like that, that that's actually the reason why I have, I'm at the place where I'm like, I'm that bitch. Like, yes. and, you know, this whole time I've been looking for the ocean, not realizing I am, I've been in the ocean. Yes. I've been in the ocean a long time. Oof. And it's, uh, yeah, yeah. Listen, so good. I need to preach up in this motherfucker. I need to watch <laughs> I need to watch that because I didn't get a chance to. I need to watch that. I need to watch Juice and the Black Messiah. And I need oh. to watch One Night in Miami. I'm completely behind. Okay. All right. I'm not going to go. Like, we can talk about One Night in Miami at a different time. But, like, <laughs> listen, they made me one. I have never wanted to tell Malcolm X to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I did watching that movie. 
<laughs> it was a joy kill. Bro. <laughs> I was like, do I not fuck with Malcolm X? Like, I just was like, is, ah, do I just, ah. like, not like him as a person? Like, was he, like, one of these, like, social media type fucking influencer activist? Like, I just was not. But then, that's how it made it seem. He isn't, but it just, right. that, yeah. they gave a different side of Malcolm that I don't think any of us have seen. We've seen, like, the very, like, the leader, Malcolm, the the man who is, you know, very confident. This this Malcolm was very insecure, yeah. um, and and I think that also might have been who he judgy. was too. He was judgy, judgy. yes. Um, but yeah. I think what I love about the story though is just like because it's a fiction. That's an actual fictional. Like that meeting never really happened. But I like the I like you know like what if you know, they all got together. Would this be like the experience or the story, like the the conversation? Is this what their friendship looked like? So I yeah. yeah, but it, cool. it definitely made us all look at Malcolm X a different. It was like, wow, this is Malcolm as a friend? Fuck that. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that nigga Malcolm talked too much. <laughs> Yo, listen. I mean. Girl, girl, don't invite Malcolm out tonight. Uh-uh, girl. You know when he get drunk, he start talking and prophesying. No, Michael don't, Malcolm don't drink, but he gonna judge everybody who touch a bottle in this motherfucker. He gonna say, you ain't doing enough for the black community as you drinking this drink. But, but yeah, no, I feel Malcolm. I feel him. Uh, <laughs> okay, so Savoy. Yes. We'll start with you. What is one thing you have recently had to let go of in this current phase of your healing or happiness journey? Um, I think the main thing I had to let go is um, this is going to sound so lofty, um, but or not lofty. Um, yeah, I don't know what the word is, but I think I just had to let go a lot of the baggage. I think um, it's been weird because I feel like it's been a purge, but there's a lot of things that I think I felt about myself, about my friends, about my family. Um, there was just a lot of things I was kind of like holding onto and thoughts and even, even down to work. Um, so I've just kind of had to let go a lot of the old things because really they weren't really at all speaking to this new phase, so to speak. Um, like, that's not what I, I felt or thought. Um, and it's been very eye-opening. <laughs> um, very much eye-opening. It's been very, um, yeah, eye-opening. And uh, it's revealed a lot. <laughs> oh, even about, like, my family and my friends and things that I think, and stories I think I had created in my head about certain people um, in certain situations and I think now I can kind of look at it from a different perspective for better or for worse um, but yeah it's the baggage <laughs> bag lady I think you know I, similar to, to the letting go of the baggage and of like past shit that you may be holding on and preventing you from moving forward I think that's what I've had to kind of let go of in this current phase of life for me and it's just like I don't even know it's I guess it's the kind of like what you said Savoy is the idea of like letting go of what you thought about yourself and like 
you know, I used to, I've not, I'm not going to say used to, cause I still do at times, but like questioning myself, not trusting myself, not going with my instinct. Like that was my MO. Like I was definitely, you know, people pleaser. Like I'll ignore my instinct, ignore my gut because I just want to fit in or just want it to be right. Just want to go with whatever anybody else says is the right thing to do. And I've just had to let, like, let go of that insecurity and that lack of confidence that caused me to want other people to make decisions for me or want other people to co-sign, you know, the decisions that I wanted to make for myself. And it's just like, nah, you know, I just have to be me and live in that, um, choose myself, put myself first, you know, in certain situations. And I've just, yeah, been trusting my gut more and is, um, and I'm happier for it. Hey, okay. One thing that I will say to Jania and anybody else that's listening to this, like if you, cause I, I'm, I am someone who has felt that way too. And also, I, or does that who people pleases. And I think a lot of times, like a lot of women do that. And a lot of like, uh, black women do that. And I think that comes from, it comes from safety. Like when you, when you speak up for yourself, when you, you say something and somebody doesn't receive it well or whatever, you get labeled as bitch, you get labeled as difficult, you get labeled as whatever. And so sometimes you, to keep the peace, like you don't say anything. And I'm not saying that that, that's what you should do or that that's what's right. I'm just like, I don't know. Like I try to have, for anyone listening, like just try to have like some, some grace for that person. Like, don't be so mad at yourself for doing that. If you do see yourself doing it, you don't have to do it. Don't try not to do it anymore. But like you did it for a reason and you did it to keep yourself safe. Absolutely. It was definitely like uh, a survival tactic, right? Like it was, you know, Mm -hmm. it was like the thing as a kid, (laughs) my brothers once said I was, I was, the quiet one in the corner. And then one day I just started talking and wouldn't shut the fuck up. <laughs> but my brother sucked. So, I mean, I like the early. that's another story. That's another story. For another time. Shout out to your brothers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, nah. What about you, Amber? What have you had to let go of? I know I keep bringing up soul. Soul really changed me. But like, I think what really I had to let go of was, was this idea of like, basically like, my purpose in life is my passion or like what I'm like trying to figure out like what my purpose in life is and all this stuff and like getting so caught up in and finding and finding that purpose rather than just like actually just experiencing life and like enjoying life and just like, you know, just doing those things. Like I feel like, because we live in a society that forces us to kind of like figure out what we need to, to do with our career by the age of 18 and like, you know, making sure that, you know, we're on the Forbes 40 under 40, whatever. I don't know. But like, Thanks. I, I feel like I just want to be able to like enjoy life and enjoy the people that I love in that life. And that's what I want to do more of. And I think that that's been very hard for me um because it's kind of like gone against everything that i've like understood uh (laughs) to be like what what life is about and so i think it's just i don't know if i am 
I'm in the process of it. Like I have not let go of it is, but it's hard. I like, I'm trying to figure out how to do that and what that looks like for me. And I don't, I honestly don't know what the fuck that looks like, but I like, that's something that like, I just like want to let go of is because I think I tied so much of my, I've tied so much of my worth in my job or what I have done well you know, whether it be for like my parents or whomever else. And I just like want to just be able to like live my life for, for me and enjoy life. I don't know. (laughs) You know, that's it. That makes sense. I think, Oh, go ahead. Denise. No, you got it. It's your show. (laughs) Uh, Um, (laughs) I think, um, What's so interesting about, like you just said, and it's been hard. And I think, like, people really don't talk enough about, like, the journey to happiness, the journey to joy, healing, all these different words, whatever the fuck, key phrases. Um, But they don't really talk about, like, it's really painful. And I think at every different stage, as you're going through a major transformation, it's it's very painful in that moment and it's very frustrating and it can become very like, what the fuck? Like I thought that making these changes was going to immediately make me feel great. And sometimes like, no, it's like a period and sometimes a longer period than you would want it to be of just like severe to me, at least severe pain, like where it just feels like you're literally like your body's in pain. So the idea that it hurts, you know, and having grace for that hurt. I think a lot of times, like, especially like when you just kind of start that journey, you're like almost frustrated with yourself because like, why is this so, this shouldn't be that painful or this shouldn't be this hard or why am I struggling with this so much? And I think having grace for yourself to be like, no, like this is, this is, this is new. (laughs) You've been doing shit for a very long time and this is new. So is not going to every day is not going to feel great when you're making when you're trying to make permanent changes in your mindset and your or whatever that may be um so yeah i just think that that, that people don't talk about that enough and mm-hmm. that process of just kind of like as each major transformation there's going to be some pain and there's going to be some growth um you know, growing pains in each in each phase, each new phase you get in this journey, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, Dania, did you have anything to say? Um, shit, girl, I forgot. I was I was actively listening. <laughs> I know that was a sermon. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. Um, I think. But even what Savoy just said kind of made me think about um, it shifting. I think there's a part of that, too, where we have to shift our perspective of like. All right. So, like, for instance, with the question where it's like, what's your passion? And if you would ask me that maybe even a month ago or two months ago, I would have talked about work. Right. Like I would my passion would have been attached to, to work or attached to like friends or I'm passionate about my family or I'm passionate about my friends or something like that. And in recently in a conversation with a life coach, it really helped shift my perspective about goals, 
passion and just like our strategy to like make that come to life. And I used, I was dating a guy a year ago who, when we no longer were dating, he said it was very hard to get to know me because all I talked about was work, my family and my friends. And I thought like, well, shit, nigga, that's, that's me. Like, you know, like what else is there to talk about? And here we are a year later. And I'm like, actually, that's not me. Like, that's not just who I am. I'm not just my job, you know, what I do. I'm not just like, you know, the, the relationship that I have with my friends and my family is very important to me, but it's like understanding that, like what, what I'm really passionate about is like I said, is like, helping people find their passions, uplifting the people around me. Like, that's why I'm passionate about work. You know, that's why I'm passionate about my family. That's why I'm passionate about my friends. But I had to shift, like, my perspective on that and seeing where it's like, nah, Dania, like, you you have to pour more into yourself and more into, like, just, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know if I'm fucking making sense right now. But You making all the sense to me, shit. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Right? <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it just really had to shift. Like, even that's why I'm like trying to develop hobbies and think about like the things that I would always tell myself that I want to do. And I then not make time for it, but I would make time for everybody else's shit. Anybody else asks me to do something, I'm down. I, I, I've never, I rarely tell people no. So it's like something, which I do now though. So don't hit me for shit. Um, (laughs) but, um, yeah, so that's something I've had to like shift and just realize like, yo, I'm not defined by what I do and and things like that. Like I'm, I'm more than that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that I think is just really been the hardest thing and trying to strip away all of those things. It's like, who the fuck am I? And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, it's been it's been hard. I mean, like even when we going back to like the passion part. I'm sorry to just like make this into like a a group therapy session, but uh, even I mean, with the- that's what the, that's what this was gonna be. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know why you was confused on what. <laughs> Nigga, this is just us having a regular conversation, and niggas yeah, get to yeah. listen to it. That's true. That is very true. Okay, so all right, so going back to like. I my I really truly love telling stories, right? And I I'm grateful that I can like make money off of it because I don't want to work and like I can get paid for doing this shit. Like that's great. Um, I don't like the fact that what I love to do is tied to like my finances because that's weird a lot of times. Um, so I think I'm just like trying to figure out what. I don't know. I'm really just, I'm having a hard, I'm having, I'm having a hard time because it's like, if I'm not Amber, the producer, if I'm not Amber, the sister, Amber, the friend, Amber, the daughter, like who the fuck am I? You know, like, and it's, uh, and that's, that's something that I have to figure out. And, and I think that that's something that like, I'm, that that's what I have to like let go of and that's that's what letting go of in this like this process has kind of been like I need to let go of all of those monikers and like actually like think of Amber the person and what does she want to do and all that stuff but I second guess everything so it goes back to all that but anyway (laughs) can all those things also just be can I get where you're coming from, but can those things also just be part of the person? Like, I think those things are very much like 
I think they make up who you are. Like you are Amber, the the sister, the Amber, the producer, Amber, the friend, Amber, the daughter. Like I think those things all are a part of you. And I get like the idea of like, yes, um, Amber, am I outside of those things? But also <laughs> understanding that you can think about think about who you are outside of those things, but also recognize that those things also are an integral part of who you are. And that's OK, too. Yeah. And then thinking about like your finances, be it your your passion being attached to your finances. I think, you know, shout out to uh, Julius Mitchell, but I think we all should be paid to be ourselves. <laughs> and, and, and you know, maybe look at it that way. Like you love to st- tell stories and you can be paid to, 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 to fucking tell stories like that. Yeah. No, nah, let's. Yeah. Girl, clap for that. Cause yes, that is true. I'm grateful for that. I'm definitely grateful for that. Um, I, it's yeah, it's more so just like because I'm I get paid, I I have to align with a certain I have to get I have to align with who's paying me basically mm. for now, <laughs> for now, for now, yeah. Because eventually, um, when the money resides. Yeah. Will be yes, where you will be aligned with yours. Yes, yes, yes. And also, in going back to what, so what I was saying, I do believe that those things are a part of me. But what I don't have is what I don't have is who am I in general. That's 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 the issue. It's like all the pieces that are a part of me. I'm making that who I am. And that's what I'm, yeah, that's what I'm struggling with. Um, but I think we can like, unless y'all have something else to say, I do, this kind of leads into the next question pretty well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go ahead. If you like, okay. Name three things you would like to accomplish in this new decade. I'd like to buy a house. Shout out. Um, shit. If I'm going to have children, it better happen in the next decade. <laughs> um, you know what? I would actually like to like have a meaningful romantic relationship in the next decade. Because I've had some uh, several <laughs> relationships that aren't that meaningful. Um, and really, um, so I'd like to buy a house. I'd like to get my romance situation to where, where you know, I feel like it could be. And three things you would like to accomplish. I would like to, I don't even know if, it's, this is kind of like a, a loaded thing, but I would like to literally like just stand on my own too as an entrepreneur and businesswoman. And similar to like what you said, Amber, about like, you know, your passion being attached to like, a, you know, align you have to align with a company that you're with or whatever um i like to be in a position where I, at least if i do have to align with a company we have similar like like there's a similar goal and and moral and shit like that you know and but it may just be me doing my own thing but yeah i support it support thank you <laughs> i guess for me, um, I definitely want to 
write and publish my own autobiography or maybe memoir because i feel like there's gonna be like multiple chapters so memoirs discover one part of your life or a certain point i'm not sure how it work, works but nonetheless i want to write and publish my own memoir um i would also like to be in a meaningful relationship um that includes um multiple anal orgasms um and i think i would just like to really create a home space that is mine i think for so long i've just kind of had my apartments have always just kind of been or just where i've lived has always kind of been just a place i sleep or a place i watch tv but it's never like felt like my own i've never really decorated i've never thought about like what i wanted my feng shui to be so i that's one thing this decade that i really want to do i really want like decorate and make a space some voice and when you walk into it it's like oh this is this is you this is all your thoughts of what you think home decor is supposed to be and that's it yeah three bow i love that i mean that's that's a good one um my my three are similar to y'all's um i really I want kids first and foremost. Like I would love two kids, um, but like I really, 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 really want kids um, in this next decade. Um, other thing is, is that just going back on what I was talking about, is that you figure out what the fuck I want um, and who that person is, and 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 leading my life according to the um to that that knowledge um and then the third thing is i do really want i do really want a good romantic partner with good dick okay like i'm are if we really going for it like fuck a boyfriend dick i want obstacle course dick i want orgasms but i also really want someone who like it's patient and it's kind and is emotionally intelligent. Like, I know that's like a, a unicorn, but can a girl get an emotionally intelligent man with a big ass dick? Nope. I don't feel like, I don't feel like that's um, a unicorn. Like that. Honestly, Amber, what you just said, <laughs> you think about, I know, I know it's like the title is the Eras prayer, but in the video that's voice shared, I'm more interested yeah. in Russell's prayer and Russell's five non-negotiables. And he said he ain't going to settle for three out of five or four out of five. You had to mark off all five. And, and it's just like, I, it's like, shit, I'm about to make a list of five non-negotiables. And like, yeah, yeah. Mo- emotionally intelligent is on your non-negotiable list. And yes, that's I'm a non-negotiable. Right. <laughs> like, that's just oh god um but yes that's definitely a non-negotiable uh, obstacle course dick is a negotiable one i will say like i will say that that is a negotiable thank god like we can go we can go boyfriend dick we can go even smaller as long as like we are amber having- now hold on now i was <laughs> smaller smaller you ain't doing nothing listen smaller no listen Listen, 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 okay? Listen, listen, Linda. Listen, Linda. Look, 
I, if, if it's a small dick, small dicks can also provide lots of orgasms too, right? Like, and if they are emotionally intelligent with like good sex and a small dick, I think I can do that. And they're, and they are like adventurous. I can do that. Sexually adventurous? You know, sexually adventurous, fucking adventurous in general. Like, one of fucking, like, I like spontaneity because I'm all like, oh, I'm scared. Like, I'm just like, I believe you. So, like, let's do let's do some wild shit. Like, let's like experience life together. Like, let let it be. Oh man, that's what I want. Mm. Mm. She did say that she could taste it almost. Like, she could. She like. So, my question to y'all is: This the thought? Are we? In- ah, ah, ah. <laughs> no, but you can ask the question because now I'm here. <laughs> All right. What What does that person tastes like like what uh <laughs> what <laughs> like, like a was... top chocolate milkshake Ooh. the best milkshake i've ever had in my motherfucking life that's what he tastes like tastes like oxtails and gravy from oh bacon spot in motherfucking harlem somewhere uh or brooklyn fuck harlem you gotta go to brooklyn you gotta go to flatbush for these oxtails. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so these two don't mix at all. I mean, I guess they could, but these are two of like my biggest comfort meals and like ribs and grits. Like I want to taste Ooh. like some good barbecue, some good barbecue ribs with some, special some savory, yes. Just like, and then like like very tender, a little spice to it, you know, and then some grit, savory, buttery, salty. Oh, God, yes, that's what I, <laughs> but it also provides comfort. <laughs> the way it sounded like as you were describing this, your pussy was getting wet. I just didn't. <laughs> Like, I, like, towards the end of it, I was like, I don't feel comfortable in this situation because I feel like Amber's going to a place that, she, that we should just, that she should be in private in. Because when you got to saying, mm, Well, she said she adventurous. Because <laughs> when she started describing those grits, I was like, is she over there playing with herself? It got real. It got a real moment. I'm so sorry. Y'all, I love grits. <laughs> oh my God. I am done for I love grits. Oh no. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I love grits. As soon as this motherfucking call is over, actually. Come on. That's I love grits. Uh, all right. <laughs> oh, a quote. One of the biggest quotables. I'm sorry, y'all. I love grits. <laughs> if, if you could go back and tell yourself anything a decade ago, what would you say to your 2011 self? I have one. Okay. Have more sex. 
fuck everybody. Your oh, body's banging. Like, go out there and fuck, fuck, fuck. Fuck his friend. Fuck a family member. I don't. Who cares? Fuck. All right. That's what I would say. Damn. That's yeah, some real shit, though, because I'm thinking about my 2011 body. <laughs> no, but right? I'm thinking about my 2011 body. My 2011 body was popping. Banging. I didn't know it. Okay. <laughs> Did not know it. Banging. Oh, that I'm happy. I'm very happy that the the nigga I'm fucking right now tells me frequently that my body is incredible. Um, Shout out to him. Big flex. Big flex. Hey, your body. That's a woman's body. He says. I'm like, yes, daddy. Thank you. Come on, yes, daddy. I did say that on here. Oh God! All right. I mean, I'm not even drinking. I need to. I don't feel like I need to drink. I'm revealing too much. Um, <laughs> ten years ago, I tell myself um, that uh, I'm in the big league. Dania, you're in the big league. Play like it. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would have said. Oh, y'all, y'all don't fuck with OT Genesis, do y'all? Y'all don't get that I'm in the big league shit. Mm-mm, I don't. I don't listen. I don't okay. listen to him. But you know, no shout out. This is love. No Ray J love. I don't know what's up with this. Shout out to our crit family. <laughs> Is he the crit? Is OT Genesis the crit? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, shout, shout out to, to our, crit. Shout out to our listeners who are cripping. Uh, <laughs> we, we, love you. we love y'all all. We love all. We love everybody who bang. We love all the bangers. Um, we love all the bangers. We do. We 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 are non-denominational bangers over here. Um, okay. I don't want no. I don't want no problems. Um, Took me out. Um, I would say I would tell my 2011 self it's okay to have fun. Like, and whatever that means, it does not have to be you everything does not have to center around getting into the music industry. Everything does not have to center around um that nigga at that time who I was dealing with, um, everything. Um, yeah. Like just have fun. Like really life is supposed to be enjoyed. Like, even though you may not be where you want to be still like just enjoy, like enjoy this freedom. Cause I think when I think about like 2011, like it was before I had a, a job or like, or my, my dream job, it was before, um, a lot of things, but like, there was so much fun to be had then that I really wasn't having because all I could think about was like, oh, I don't have my job that I want. I didn't have, I don't have what I came to New York to have and I'm a loser. And it's like, no, like just enjoy this time. Like enjoy and enjoy every part of it because you, you're not going to be this free for the rest of your life. So, yeah. That's it. I graduated uh, college that year and Whew, we, I was having too much. I was having fun. It was good fun. It was good fun. Look, there ain't no such thing as too much fun. Yeah, it was good fun. <laughs> All right. But sleeping on a couch. <laughs> if you ain't slept on a the couch, then what do? Have you really lived life? <laughs> right. <laughs> if you ain't slept on someone's couch, especially living in New York City, you right. Haven't, <laughs> you haven't lived life. Oh, damn. You haven't lived. <laughs> um, I was flying to Atlanta to. Uh, uh-uh. mm, good times. 
Um, all right, so we're gonna go into that. Um, we kind of got into this already, but <laughs> what is your current Sierra prayer? Um, <laughs> what things would you include in your your Sierra prayer? Um, at the moment. Um, shit, Amber. <laughs> What you want me to go first, <laughs> girl? Because uh, I ain't ready. I ain't ready. Um, um okay. Because we kind of touched on it. Um, I don't know what my Sierra prayer is, but I once I do need to. I think it's about like y'all said before, and like she said, it's about visualizing it so much that you can like taste it. But I think one thing that I do want. As someone who is emotionally intelligent, someone who um, can provide comfort, someone who has a lot of passion and spontaneity, um, someone who just loves kids mm. too. Um, and but there is something I saw on TikTok that I haven't done, but it was like a, it was like a a mantra to be said and they were saying if you say this like in 20 every day for 21 days like see what will happen and I forgot to do it like the last couple days but they did say this it was like the partner I seek is also seeking me and I now release any blocks that stand between us and so that hasn't been like my necessary like my prayer but it has been like a mantra um, yeah, I like to start. So, yeah, I like that. Come on, um, that's all. I think for me currently, I definitely like um, going off. Amber said emotionally intelligent, but also emotionally vulnerable because I think you can be intelligent and still not necessarily be the most vulnerable with <laughs> with with your emotions. Um, so I definitely want him to be emotionally vulnerable and emotionally intelligent. Um, I want him to know when to be aggressive <laughs> um, and take take the lead, so to speak. Um, I do want him to be kind and funny and giving um, and caring. And more importantly, I, I, I also just really want him to fuck like the life out of me. That would be nice because I haven't gotten the life fucked out of me in a very long time. It's been probably over a decade um, but like where i've had like really great sex but anyways um but yeah and i just want him to be somebody who like is like just somebody who knows he sees all of me and 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 loves every part of what he sees even the bad he probably is annoyed by the bad, but he still loves it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so, well, you know how I am. So, later after this, we're gonna talk about vulnerable and what that means and why a nigga need why that may that why that may not be exactly what you actually need somebody to be. Okay. Um, Come on. But <laughs> um, like, I was going. To... <laughs> we'll talk. That's we'll offline, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, dang. That's a re- not, don't you use Zoom? Don't you use Zoom references on me? We're offline. 
<laughs> but um, for me, like I said, I, you know, I, I, the Sierra Prayer, I'm going to try to get my, my Russell uh, non-negotiables together. And um, one that like really comes to mind is like kind of actually exactly what he said, too. It's like having a partner of faith. Like that's really important to me. Um, and then someone who is faithful. Right. And then it's like just someone who's honest and and um, and someone that can be trusted you know, with your, with my heart, my emotions and, and my deepest insecurities and everything in between. Not someone that, you know, like, I know, I don't know if you guys have watched like Malcolm and Marie, but you see how the motherfuckers was, you know, throwing each other's dirt in each other's face. Like, I hate, I can't stand a, a partner who plays dirty or, you know, Ooh, that's dirty. In talk that. Like, don't fight dirty. Like, that's so disrespectful, right? Like, that's like, it's just, yeah. So I need someone who kind of has a, a similar moral compass who cares about the person sitting across from them. Um, and someone who's family fit. And um, that emotionally intelligent, emotionally aware, um, emotionally present, <laughs> like all of that. Um, and yeah, that's, and but also with it, I kind of, like Amber, you said the one, the, Damn, I'm, a, I'm about to fuck your code up and you just said it. But it's like the one that I'm, I'm, look, I'm looking for is also looking for me. But in like in that and kind of thinking of it that way, it's like as I become more emotionally present, in tune, um, emotionally intelligent myself, I feel like I'm meeting more men who are like on the same wavelength um, a little bit. And it's even been a little jarring for me because like the guy I'm messing with now is different because I'm like, I'm not used to talking about the shit that we talk about with somebody who I'm just fucking, to be honest. And it's like, but also that's because I've had, I've struggled with being emotionally present and open and, and intelligent. And it's like, it's a safety net for me to like, just keep it physical and not allow myself to be open to anything else. So yeah, all that, I say all that to say that. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> what the fuck was the question? <laughs> just like your current Sierra sphere, Sierra prayer. My Russell's not negotiable, is what I'm Okay, thinking. is what you come on, Russell, non negotiable. My Russell, non negotiable is what we focus on. But yeah, that part. And then, yeah. So I don't think I have five, but I got like three. And he has to eat pussy. That's a non negotiable. Sorry for being like that. No, no. Why not a sorry? I'm like, you're not eating pussy in 2021. Like, bro, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I don't even. How are you even having fucking sex? Like, we eating ass now, bro. Keep up. Like, I don't even understand. Ever <laughs> said we moved on to ass, like at the very least. You got at eat the it. very least. Like, what? You're not eating pussy. Like, what? People was eating pussy when I was when I was having sex back in the day. Like it when, when, when did the I have sex? It's set, well, I was 17. How old is, how old am I? Uh so in 2003, 2004. People was eating pussy, okay? You not eating pussy in 2021? <laughs> Sir. It's a pandemic. You better I, I swear. Hear, I, 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 this, is, this is the one safe space to fucking eat some, eat some uh, shit. I ain't done that, sir. It's a pandemic. Uh, uh, that made me mad. That made me mad. I'm sorry. That, uh-uh. Maybe I need to write that down because if that if that ever comes ah! to my life, 
Listen, them motherfuckers are out here, Amber. It's terrible. Ooh. It's terrible. Ooh. Uh, y'all, and whoever wants to answer this question first, but what is one thing we can all learn from Lori Harvey? Um... How do I say? <laughs> it's a lot to be learned from Lori, but um, I think owning your, like, I think Lori owns herself. And I don't, and, it, and I, I know I'm not, I'm not saying, articulating this the way I really want to, but I think Lori Harvey is who she is. She's not going to hide who she is. She's not going to, you know, limit herself or 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 uh, make herself be inconvenienced by because the pub the public eye wants to, you know, hold her wants to define what the fuck it is. Like she's like, nah, I'm gonna do me. I'm gonna date who the fuck I want to date. I'm gonna post who I want to post and go on about my motherfucking business. And she's and, and she don't owe nobody no explanation about it. Okay. And we all could learn a lot by living that uh, with that level of confidence. Okay, and I will. I would also like to say that one thing I think we should all learn from Lori is dick up. Like, Woo! like each each nigga should be better than the last. And I think Lori has written. She did her. You know who her ex fiance is? She like she started at the top and kind of went down. But now she back up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but she wasn't. But you notice how she didn't claim none of them niggas when she went down. Okay. <laughs> so you can you can you can downgrade, but you ain't gotta claim no niggas. Like she didn't claim future, she didn't claim Trey Song, but she's claiming Michael B. Jordan and she's claiming the fiance. So nonetheless, a, like go you should be a, 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 a upward trajectory in your yeah. niggas. I love it. Like step. Uh I don't I, okay so one thing that i find interesting about Lori harvey is that i don't think i've ever heard her do an interview i don't think i've ever heard her say words um i feel like we have all just projected whatever thoughts that we have about her onto her and uh and even with like this uh this boosty situation like she's not gonna respond to fucking boot. like who the fuck is he? i mean like why would she? why would you exactly so that is what we should learn from Lori Harvey don't respond to these little stupid ass dumb ass fuck ass people who don't understand who you are who don't know you um and keep it pushing and continue living life and doing you like i think i think we one thing I do think we do is we put so much emphasis on her for a reason, but she, I mean, like she's a beautiful girl who comes from money. That's, that's what it is. Like she has access to men that we don't have access to like, and, and she's able to do that. And that is a great thing. Um, and like she, what she's able to do is enjoy her fucking twenties. Like, She's like, I'm a baddie. I'm going to take these pictures. 
I'm going to fucking date these dudes because I want to or because they need me to help their image. And, you know, I'm going to just do me because people are always going to talk. And she's literally like, I don't honestly don't know what she does or like what her I mean, she doesn't have to do anything. She's living her life. Right. She's just living. Unbothered. Fucking. Look pretty. And like that's said, what live life, fuck and look pretty. Okay. That's <laughs> really <laughs> it. A motto. <laughs> live life. Be pretty. Mm-hmm. And what was the last so one? Fuck and, and be fuck. Fuck and, and be fuck. pretty. Fuck and huh? be pretty. Yeah. And also, it's like I guarantee she has no more, she doesn't have any more bodies or boyfriends or partners or fuck buddies than any other bitch. It ain't oh, like, definitely, definitely me. I know I fucked a lot, so. Yeah, but anyway, like, oh, like, well, dating three niggas in a year or four or five, whatever it is, like, that sounds about right. <laughs> like, what are we talking about? It sounds exactly right. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I don't understand it. I mean, let's like start talking. I I just googled the boosie shit and I see it was something about body count and it's like, listen, I unless that is a played out ideal. Don't ask me how many people I've had sex with. Like, if you don't like, that ain't nobody's business. First of all, it's nobody's business. First of all, I'm not listening to a man named Little Boosie. Like. <laughs> No shade. Actually, all shade. I'm not listening yes. to no nigga named Lil Boosie. And this is somebody who went to LSU. Um, grew grew <laughs> up, had my best of my best days to Lil Boosie. But nonetheless, I'm not listening to Boosie for life advice, relationship advice. And I'm and I'm damn sure not listening to like this is a man who has said so much dumb shit. Like yeah. somebody, I'm not listening to anybody who let a grown ass woman fuck their 13 year old child i'm i'm just like like Mm -hmm. yes molest Mm -hmm. thank you great great the proper wording molest (laughs) i'm not letting anyone who molest a grown-ass woman molest their child tell me how i'm supposed to be living my life bootsy there's a special place in hell for you i'm still going to play motherfucking wipe me down at my wedding but there's still a place for you in hell Okay, mm-hmm. but wipe me down is still classic, it's and those classic. things can, those those two things can sit in the same building. They are not mutually, mutually exclusive. Amen. Amen. Oh, Amen. Amen. Because <laughs> like wipe me down will be played. Okay. <laughs> Show at the club VIP. Okay. All drinks on me. Wipe what? Me down. Wipe me down. That is a Negro spiritual, though, for real. Um, but, uh, <laughs> well, fuck Boosie. Okay, he's trash. All right, Dania. Yo. We know we know you listen to hotels, okay? And you know we stay at hotels, okay, around here. Listen. What What would be Dania's tale? You getting, uh, um, it would be the, it would, should it be bodies? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like <laughs> that's I 
could barely get past the intro on that motherfucker. I was like, Jasmine, don't talk to me. <laughs> like that, bitch. Bitch. Get it together, bitch. bitch. <laughs> oh man. Um, because that's a that's a passion. I think uh there's been times in my life where I've definitely used sex um to distract me from the shit I didn't want to deal with. Um and yeah, that would be that would probably be my hotel. That part, and then also, like it, I'm like I've dealt with motherfuckers before who truly, truly do not deserve to have a conversation with me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like I gave one nigga. Like, this would be my hotel. The nigga who I gave who who was like a soul tie that I couldn't let go of. And Savoy knows this man, and Savoy does not like this man. Um, he's sure. When I talk to that man. <laughs> I would not um, talk to him wearing a fox. I do and, not like that. And I was like, I don't even know why I was all wrapped up emotionally into this motherfucker. And like, anytime I would come to, I would take him to fucking work events with me and all that type of shit. And this nigga just does not deserve to no- have my fucking number. Uh, trash ass man. Uh, but yeah, that that would be my hotel because girl, we held. I was I was wrapped up in that for years, and especially when I moved to LA. Um, and I allowed, I was, I would shrink myself, literally just shrink myself in his presence. Like he, but it was like, I knew what it was. Like he made me feel safe. Like he made me feel like he cared and went above and beyond for me. And like, there was like, you know, times where I needed someone and I I made him my emotional crutch multiple times. Um, but yeah, that'd be my hotel. Mm. Mm. Ooh. All right. <laughs> Get together, bitch. Yeah. You don't. Who you went? Who you went home with? Yeah. Now, I've never. I've. I've never. I've never. I've. I don't think I've ever been like on some like super drunk shit. Don't know who I go home with. Like I've never been at that point. Like I've always been. Um, I've always known. <laughs> we yeah. Always, yeah. I've, I've definitely always known, but I've definitely like. I forget even, afterwards. Even, even dealing with trash, like even dealing with the trash motherfucker, I was just talk, referencing. Like I'd have like a bad night with him or like a bad moment, and then throw myself into someone else. Mm. Like, yeah. Before I go too far and tell, too, actually, yeah, that's that's it. That's enough. People I know mm. listen to this shit, so I'm cool. Um. <laughs> ah, ah, all right. What is one relationship? Um. It can be personal or celebrity that you look to for inspiration or just enjoy in general. Like, just you know, uh, go ahead, Dan. I was like, like, it's just top of mind. Um, one of my my little cousins recently got married um, to a man who she is like so in love with, and he's so kind, and he's so. When they first started dating, like my aunts and my and my first cousin and my some of my other cousins, we kind of joked like this nigga was mad boring. And like, um, like we just talked about like how boring he was and was like, and, and yeah. And, but like, he, he loves her. He loves um, her daughter. Um, and like, I just adore them. Like their, their family that they're building. Um, she's currently seven months pregnant and I just, yeah, I love it. Cause it was, yeah, yeah. That's something that, that comes to mind for that one. I love their journey. Hmm. 
Um, mine's fictional. First people that came up in my mind for real, for real, y'all. I don't know. I don't know if y'all watch This Is Us, and this is so sad that this is like a high school relationship. But I can't think of a little boy's name. But it's Deja and her little boyfriend. Oh, like yeah. the way that little boy is just so sweet and so kind is so beautiful to me. Oh. Um, but then also on This Is Us, like fucking Beth and Randall like that is a beautiful relationship the one thing that I would the one thing that I would I would suggest maybe that I well maybe I don't love every aspect of their relationship but they do have a beauty beautiful relationship but and I also like Jack and Mandy Moore's character I can't think of her name um but all like I feel like the relationships on this is us is just like so sweet like people go through issues and people have problems but like they really deal with it in a really beautiful way but the reason why I thought of like the the young kids first is because I remember he there's an episode where he like he took her to Philly and like showed her like where he was from and just showed her like what like certain parts of herself um, that she had never seen before also the Deja character has been through a lot emotionally with like she's a foster kid she's had she's had a lot of troubles growing up and she had a lot of anger and like he kind of like under not understood it but like was just able to be like okay well I still like care about you I still want to get to know you and this part is weird for me but I'm gonna let you have that moment and like until you're ready to like open up we'll open up but for now, like, let's enjoy each other and let's enjoy the space. And, like, that's what I, that's what I really love. So, um, that is, those are, I think those, that was the first relationship that I thought of. There's more, but that was the first. So incredible. <laughs> you, what you say? I said, this is us is so incredible. Like, every, Ooh. every relationship. But I want to know what don't you like about Randall and Beth's relationship? Because you Ooh. almost started, but you didn't say it. Okay. One thing that I will say about Randall and Beth's relationship, I think too often she is, I mean, finally he's gotten a therapist in the later seasons, but like too often she was like his emotional crutch and too often he wasn't the same for her. And that's what I don't want. I do. And I hope that that's not the case for the person that I'm with. Cause I think that that could easily happen where like, you know, I'm always like, I'm going through some, you know, like, but like, I just hope that it can be like more of like an equal partnership. And I feel like for, with Beth too often, like she's like, just this like bomb ass black woman. And like, who like takes care of everything. And like Randall gets to like be a mess. And like, sometimes she doesn't really she's not able to do the same. And so like, that's why I'm like, I'm like, I like to see girls who are a mess and, and, and boys <laughs> trying to help. Clean I like to see that. I don't see, think we see that enough with like, at least with black fictional relationships. Um, you see it in real life, but you know. Yeah. Once we're made. It's a slippery slope with that emotional crutch shit. <laughs> Very slippery slope. Yeah. <laughs> it's like support like when does it stop being support and becomes a codependent mm-hmm. um so Savoy so similar to 
Amber, this was the first thing that came into my mind. This was the first couple that came in mind. Um, they are on Instagram. Um, they not like they don't have like a couple's page or anything, but it is the Southern Gent, and then his boyfriend is Class Act with two K, both with K's where the C's are supposed to be, and I just think they're so adorable. I went to college with the Southern Gent, but um, Carlton, I didn't know Carlton super well by any means, but I just love their relationship. Like they seem to genuinely look like they just look happy. Like you, I guess you can really recognize. I feel like you can really recognize genuine joy, especially even in photos. <laughs> um, versus this is our Instagram joy, um, and they just seem to have fun. And they've been together literally. They've been together since I started the the Epray Thought Instagram account because I've been following them since that time, and I just think they're adorable. So yeah. Oh, shout to them. Yep. You just sent them a whole bunch of followers. You nice. <laughs> they listen to the show. They both listen to the show. So shout out to them as well. Yeah, shout out. So um, when you think about all your past relationships or situationships, has there been a common trend or thread in those situations? And is that trend or thread something you would l- like to work on? Daniel, your face ain't got to be that strong. Like, because I thought I read the questions before we got here. This one uh, just slapped me in the face. Same. <laughs> I was like, I ain't see this question. Yeah, a fucking question. Uh, what the fuck is this? Hey, <laughs> Daniel. Like, uh, uh-uh, uh, they don't need to know all this. Well, <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, okay. Well, I'll answer the question. No, 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 no. Make it. <laughs> no, I'm going to answer the question. I'll start anyway. Um, for me, it would be, um, always ask yourself, like, do you actually like these niggas? Do you actually like these niggas? And also within that, it would be, do you really like them or do you just want to be in a relationship? And, or is it about your fear of, of losing them? or not being with them or not being in a relationship. So I think that would be the common, like, that's the common thing. That's something I've definitely been working on. Like asking myself, like, do I really like this nigga or do I just want to be in a relationship or do I just want to like somebody? And then outside of that, like, is it just my fear that they won't like me or quote unquote, you know, I'm not enough. So that would be, that's definitely something I've worked, I've started to work on. I can identify that in like past relationships, I often was attracted to the man on the other side, probably because he filled an insecurity that had nothing to do with him. You know what I mean? Like it it was just whether it was making me feel safe or protected, um, you know, making me feel like like he actually wants to do something for me. Because I come from, you know, I have a background where I felt like, you know, I've always had to do for myself and look out for myself. And it's like, oh, my God, this motherfucker actually wants to do for me. And I fall head head over heels in love. Um, And that's not real love. Right. Like, that's not that's not. Yeah, that's not shit even fair to the person on the other end. So I know I realized that about past relationships and the past situationships, something that I 
I can identify is when I, when I really was, um, really like just into a man attracted to him, um, probably wanted, not probably, but like wanted more, wanted to explore like a relationship and all types of like, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I definitely got scared, would get scared and kind of just like, keep it to keep the the relationship or the situation, you know, as something that I felt like I could control and I can control sex and I can, well, at least, you know, I think I can, right. Like I, I control my body. It's like, I can control that. And I don't, you know, but as far as like opening up and, and being like just a little more, uh, yeah, I guess just a little more open and, and letting someone in. It's just something that I wouldn't do. I get scared of like, situations where like I really 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 fucked with someone and even Savoy pointed out one time like there's a a old friend of mine who we're good friends today but Savoy recently said something like you know I think that that person is your your person and I was just like really and he's like yeah I've always thought that person was your person and he and I this particular friend we were catching up a few weeks ago and he brought up that, you know, we had, we haven't talked about it in years, but he brought up that I, you know, that, that we used to kind of mess around, but we never had sex. So it was just a, a weird situation. And, he, and, and it was weird to me that he brought it up and we kind of, it was the first time we've ever talked about it since that, you know, we used, since the situation happened, but I feel like he may have been my person too. Like I always kind of wanted more with him. I just never said it cause I was afraid. And it's just like, but if we can just mess around and, and do that, then that's safe. So boy, I was talking about the person you said you think is my person. Oh, I came in. I heard. <laughs> so. Oh, we, we, I was hoping we was going to go to the next question. Um, uh, <laughs> um, I guess fucking my- hate you. <laughs> Amber. Um, okay. Uh, a common, I guess the biggest common thread, there's more for me to learn with this too, but, um, I think the biggest common thread, it's a need to touch on this too. It's just like, I choose dudes who are emotionally unavailable. Like, that's like my favorite thing. Like, I'm like, ooh, uh, like you, you seem like you have some other shit going on that doesn't involve me. Ooh, let's, let's get into that. Like, and like, I don't know. I don't, it's almost something that I can't even help. Like when I'm like, um, that I'm attracted to it. I understand why I'm attracted to it. It comes like from family stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I choose, uh, the emotionally unavailable guy cause I'm emotionally unavailable. Um, and I've been talking about, I think a lot of times we've been talking about like how I'm looking for someone who's emotionally intelligent. Like it's mostly like, I think I'm like trying to like look for someone who can like kind of look past, uh, a lot of the, uh, emotional trauma. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, but yeah, I think, um, I think that's the biggest one is I find I deal with a lot of men and I probably deal with them longer than I should if they are present themselves as emotionally unavailable to me. Um, I don't know if I've ever dated anyone who I felt was emotionally available and I pushed them away 
Um, I, I can't remember if I've done that, but uh, yeah, I think that's the biggest one. Y'all happy now? Go ahead. Sure, girl, are, you ha- ahead. are you happy? Honestly, Amber, your answer has made me uh, identify two two other common threats <laughs> that I forgot. Yeah. Um, shit, I, there's I, so there's so many common there's so many threads that I know are there, um, but that's that's the biggest one. I know that one. That's the one I. But it's also about just me, just like me being more emotionally available and emotionally present. Like a lot of this stuff that we are asking for. And I remember B. Simone got a lot of flack for this and fuck her in a lot of ways. But like, uh, I think I, I don't know what she was trying to say, but I, I don't want this to come off like the B. Simone thing. But like, I do think a lot of the things that we are looking for, um, like, I think it's important that we also have that too. Like, and so that we can also be that person for someone else too. Cause I don't want my relationship to be one-sided at all. I think that's like my biggest fear in, emotion- in relationships in general is having to carry the brunt of everything. The emotions, the finances, the, yeah. the home life. Like, I don't want to do that. Um, I, would lo- I would love to have a partner, but I don't think I've ever seen that in mm. person. Um, so, yeah. I um, I watched this B. Simone video and, and unless, unless I watched just a shortened clip of it, the statement mm-hmm. that I saw, I agreed with wholeheartedly. And it's mm-hmm. even, like even earlier in this conversation when I mentioned like just myself become being more emotionally available and because I I never looked at myself as emotionally unavailable, but oh the bitch was emotionally unavailable. I'm still a little kid. You know, we're still working on that. And mm-hmm. it's like, how can I say I want a man who is emotionally available when I'm not? You know, like right. talk about my situationships. My the reason why my situationships were situationships is because I didn't know how to express my emotions. And it's like, but I know what I can do. We can have sex. <laughs> we can, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and so like, yeah, I agree that you, the things that you want in a partner, especially when it comes to like character shit and like um, just, I guess they're, just certain things, I think you should also kind of have it be possessed at yourself. When we talk about finances, like I always, I remember this interview with uh, Viola Davis and her husband. And when he said that uh, right before they got married or something like that, and she, or when they were dating and she was like, yo, I have something to confess. I have really bad credit. And he was like, Ooh, I knew your ass had bad credit when I met you. And it was like a joke, <laughs> but I think about it. Like if you are someone who, you know, if, I'd say it kind of like you got to have similar values, right? Like it's like when you have someone who's super ambitious and they are passionate about their career or they're passionate about finance and investing and, gen- and building generational wealth. Like if you're that person, then you're not fucking with the person who has this bad relationship with money and don't even in generational wealth isn't something that that they even think about. You know, it's like, you know, I feel like those two things kind of go hand in hand. Um, someone who's like, yo, I'm not going to. I'm going to fucking, you know, I don't even know. Like people out here live so crazy, I, it, especially LA niggas live in a car. 
but they drive a Range Rover. Like, no, nah, we not. No, hell no. <laughs> we don't. We not on the same wavelength. And I think more so that's what kind of is not the way she expressed it. But I think that's how I took um, B. Simone's message, where it's just like the things that you're looking for in a partner, you should be on the same, a similar wavelength. As them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just said it real fucked up. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's not how she said it. But that's, that's not how she said it. But I, yes, 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 yes. Child. Um. All right, last. <laughs> Child. <laughs> The girls hate B. Simone, and I, I I get it, but I also think that like <laughs> I also think that we have to get to a certain point that even though we may not like somebody, we can still see we can they can still make good points from time to time. Every once in a while, that's not for everybody. This doesn't this does not apply to Kanye West or anybody <laughs> like that. Um, I was about to say Azealia Banks. Because she's a black woman, yes, we will give her that. And because we do not give, we do not extend grace enough to black women. I will say that sometimes Azalea may say things that are right. I haven't heard one, but I'm sure there's one there. I'm sure. The sure, I'm sure she said something that. Woo! Uh, yes, a broke clock. What is it? What's the saying? A broke clock is right twice a day. Right. Okay, so. They might be right twice a day, um, or they might just be right w- once, once a month, or once a century. But nonetheless, there's probably one thing they may say. Um, but nonetheless, um, these are quick questions for you. We only doing two um, bird confession questions, but these are important to me because I want to see what answers you're gonna choose. Right. What kind of bird are you? Pigeon, dove, eagle, flamingo, ostrich, penguin, or peacock? I'm an eagle because I'm from Philly. And also, I'm very strong, and um, and I'm a queen. There you go. Al, um, who is the most iconic thought of all time, according to you? Iconic thought of all times. Ooh. Um, all right. Amber Rose was the first one that came to mind. Um, a Philly John. Um, like, literally, the first. that's the first name that popped up. But, yeah. Okay. Um, but why is Amber a thought? Amber's not a thought. Um, I don't think thought don't have to be... Negative. negative. It's not a negative. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, Amber Rose. Okay. All right. We're gonna go into Zaddy of the Week. Change the game. I don't give a fuck what anybody say. Change the game. Points were made. A queen. Um, we are gonna go into Zaddy of the Week. This is one man that we are crushing on right now. Um and I can start because I, I, I've been waiting. I've been waiting my life for this moment. Mine is John Clarence Stewart. He plays on Zoe's Amazing Playlist on NBC. He is light-skinned with pretty eyes. This is something I would normally not go for, but I love this man. And he has spoken to my spirits in ways that I did not know. He's made my pussy wet in ways that I did not know. Um, I'm very hurt because I found out he has a girlfriend, um, thanks to Google today. And I'm hurt once again, but nonetheless, I have watched the last six episodes of, um, Zoe's amazing playlist only for him. And he has done an amazing job. He's a, he's an actor, um, a thespian. Okay. Um, and yes, Mm, mm, mm. thank God. 
Hallelujah. Who wants to come next? Does the Zaddy of the Week have to be famous? No. It you can know. be whoever you want it to be. My Zaddy, you know, I'm pre- I'm pressing on someone who I know. I hope, well, I know he doesn't listen to this podcast, but I hope no one does. It's, it's this guy on Instagram, and we met. We we actually never met in person, but I left my phone in the fucking Uber. Maybe like in the first five six months that I uh, moved to LA, and he found my phone, had it sent back to me, but he also had his card in it, and was like, "I found your phone," and put like his at in it and stuff like that. So. Um, I started following him since then. And like his daughter battled cancer. Um, and she was five, like childhood cancer and stuff like that. But this nigga is fine. His daughter is, uh, so his daughter's cancer free now. So let's get that out there. Yeah. She's cancer free, but he's fine. And we was going back and forth this morning on Instagram. Cause he posted the breakfast that he cooked. And I'm like, I'm trying to find a way <laughs> to shoot my shot. Cause we need to meet in person. This fine ass, um, gentleman. Oh, his ad is, uh, so y'all can go see how fine he is. Let me see. Is it Jay Kinski or some shit like that? Yeah. It's something like that. But yeah, that's my dad. Zaddy of the week. And <laughs> mm-hmm. who's your zaddy of the week? Earlier in the podcast, Joshua, Joshua Jackson. Shout out to him. Who's Joshua Jackson. I gotta look him up. He, he, okay. He's gonna look like a basic white man, okay? But because I've been watching Dawson's Creek and now he play Pacey, that's that's who it is, okay? And that's also um homegirl who played Yes. Uh, <laughs> yep. Homegirl from Queen and Slim, Jody, I forget her last name. Jody um Smith. Jody Smith. Oh that's my baby deity. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at pictures of him right now, girl. He's cute. I feel like I've seen him. I've never watched Dawson's Creek, but I'm sure I've seen him in something else. Then Mighty Ducks. He was in Mighty Ducks okay. when we were kids. The Affair. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Have you watched The Affair? It's good. It's no, good. <laughs> I haven't watched it. I'm sorry. I got real hype. My bad. All right. The next is Bad Bitch Hall of Fame. This is one woman who we feel like deserves her flowers and has not received them. This can be your mama, whoever you want it to be, somebody famous, whoever. Um, this is a this is an odd entry, um, but I had to think about something that defined my. Ch- I thought about somebody who defined my childhood, in particular, to me, defined um, my gayness even as a kid. And shout out to Miss Piggy. Um, I do not think we honor Miss Piggy enough. She was the she's one. She was a, truly a bad bitch, and from her wigs to her shade to her just energy in general, like Miss Piggy walked in. She knew what she wanted, and she went after it. And and including um that 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 frog nigga, um who really she really didn't deserve her. Um, but like Miss Piggy, like Miss Piggy is like all of us. She sometimes dates down and likes man who aren't good enough for her. But ultimately, Miss Piggy is a bad bitch. And I loved me some Miss Piggy as a kid. Like I had, I remember like going to McDonald's and they had the little mini plush toys, Miss Piggies. And I had like five of those. How my mama didn't think I was gay. I'm still confused. But nonetheless, <laughs> um, shout out to Miss Piggy. Bad bitch Hall of Fame all day. Shout out. I like that entry. Mine's also a little different. Uh, 
<laughs> okay. I don't know none of her music. I don't really know nothing about her, but I'm going to put Des Dior because I fuck with a dark skin baddie. Okay. That's what I fucks with. And I'm like, I think it's kind of, I know, I don't know what's going on with her in the future. She seems like she's having fun. She seems like she's young. She's getting the money. Good for her. But I do, I just like her. I think she's pretty. Okay. She's a bad bitch. So I'm giving it to Des Dior. A queen. <clears throat> I'm after the. I'm just gonna go with the first thing that's on my mind. I feel like I'll never be invited back <laughs> to the podcast after I say this shit. But I'm gonna give it to Kim Kardashian. Okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. I was like, it was so funny. I was like, you will always be invited to this podcast. What are you talking about? Did you say Kim Kardashian? I was like, oh yeah, bye, girl. Sadly, you are not you. You are now. You are the second person on record who has listed Kim Kardashian. Shout out to the first, Shamika Sanders. Um, first season. So you are not alone. Shamika is with you. Um, <laughs> um, but my but everybody else is far away. <laughs> Dania been in LA too long. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> you changed, girl. You changed. <laughs> no. no, that's not it. That's not it. No, no. Seriously though, it's like. I think I think Kim is kind of similar to like well not actually no because Kim is very public facing. I was gonna say she's similar to uh, Lori, whereas like we project our idea of her onto her, but it's like actually no. Kim is giving us every example of who the fuck she is. But um, I've seen Kim's coochie, okay? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> not because I wanted to. <laughs> actually, right, right. But this the reason why she's top of mind is because it came out yesterday that she filed for divorce and. For me, the way that I thought about Kim Kardashian, I was like, this bitch is never going to divorce Kanye West. Like, he's Kanye West. But, and not to say that I'm celebrating her divorce because I'm not, but I think there's something, I just kind of looked at it where it's like, damn, like, is Kim, like, is she really making, like, the best decision, like, maybe for, like, her, like, mental shit and, like, just, like, for her and her kids? And right now I'm thinking, like, maybe that is the best decision and it's not, like, that's not a business that her divorce in Kanye is not a business decision, you know, like, um, so I'm gonna put this bitch in the hall of fame right now. Like, I don't know. She's the one that's on my mind. <laughs> you know what, Dania, that was a valid reason. Um, I'm still not going to put, we're still not going to put her in the bad bitch of hall of fame, uh-huh. <laughs> but, but we will, um, I have a real bad bitch though. I don't know if she's ever been nominated. Okay. Um, Cicely Tyson. Um, you know, and we all, she's incredible. I've been to Barnes and Nobles multiple times, multiple locations, trying to get this book It's still sold out on Amazon. <laughs> um, uh, and they're like, oh, well we get like three or we get three copies a week, bitch. And if you don't show up when they arrive, it's out, it's over for you. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, Sissy Tyson, may she rest in peace. She's incredible. You know, everything that she, you know, contributed to the culture and to the art. And then also me just being like the fucking little, little black girl that I was, Cicely Tyson was like my first um, favorite actress after I saw Moses and um, as a kid. So, and uh, and being, um, uh, being Jane Pittman, Miss Jane Pittman. So. Shout out to to Cicely for real. Um, Redeem myself. Thank hopefully, hopefully. (laughs) 
<laughs> look, I mean, bit. you can have, look, we still love you. We, we don't have to always agree. You know, mm. she, Kim Kardashian, she may not be in our bad bitch hall of fame, but she's in a hallway next to <laughs> the bad bitch hall of fame. Come on. Hallway. Um, yes. And we better give her a hallway. She, like she's in a random a random hallway though. Like she's you know, like we don't know why the hallway's there, but the hallway it, it leads to the garage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's still great, but Amber. One thing I will say, one thing I will say uh about Kim. I, well, I thought I never thought her and Kanye would stay together. I thought the we would know who like Basically, whoever falls off is who's going to get divorced. So, like, I thought if if some reason Kim Kardashian fell off and she was kind of like a Paris Hilton in our minds, like we still remember her. We for like a a season, Kanye would leave her for somebody better. Or if somehow Kanye falls off, which he obviously has. Um, more ways she more. would divorce she would divorce him because technically he's bad for her brand more than anything um, and I think she's gotten what she's, she needed from him she needed to get that Vogue get invited to the Met Galas you know she needed to she needed that from, from him um, at that time she has it she don't need it no more now she doing something else you literally just broke down the like the same shit I thought. I was like, oh well, damn, I wasn't even thinking about that. <laughs> she, she literally did that. Damn, Amber, come on. She really yeah, did. She Amber, really got everything she needed, and then is now bouncing. Like, damn, Amber, she, she got that bread that 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 and she laughed. I didn't okay. think about that at all. No, like, and I because also because I wasn't. I because because until you just ex- articulated articulated it that way i didn't think that kanye fell off right because he's just as famous and just as you know um he can get shit trending and you know sell shit just as much as he could before but yeah his brand definitely isn't in the 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 same place as far as like with partners so you know what i mean so like the vogues and the fashion houses and all of that it's like he got yeezy and he got his music but outside of that his brand is kind of trash now and i wasn't thinking about that He's like he's a joke, and then also like anybody who's like backed Trump like this. I mean, Trump incited an insurrection. Like that's never gonna go down well in history. Um, and so like he just you know he's a joke, and he obviously like has like mental health issues, and that does. And you can try and support someone as much as you can, but. He does not seem like someone who is stable and who is like popping like he was when they first, you know, were together. So she got what she needed from him, and now it's time to do something else. She 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 gonna do something, and she is going to do something else. So we'll jump into good bussy vibes, as we all know. This is a a quote or something that I've seen that has inspired me or just you know made me feel good. So there is a page on Instagram. That is called We the Urban. And they always have like the best little like reminders or little notes to yourself. So this one is called um, Beautiful. This is part of their beautiful reminders. And one of them, there's a few. They always do about nine to ten in a thing. But this, these ones stood out for me. So 
It reads, whatever didn't work out wasn't meant for you. Trust the process. Mm-hmm. Have compassion for your previous selves. You are more than the things that have been done to you. Be intentional. Um, and then there's another one reads, if people want to leave, let them. But yeah, I think all those themes have been very much a part of this episode. So shout out to We The Urban. If you don't follow them, you should definitely do. Because like I said, their their daily reminders always kind of speak to my spirit. So there. And we're pretty much done. Zania, please tell the Bussy Hive where to find you. Um, you can find... Oh. And I was about to say something about the, the your um scammer, <laughs> your imposter a few weeks Word. ago. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's only one Dania Freeman. There's only one. This Savoy had a whole DM conversation with a with a bot. I didn't have a whole DM conversation. I had two because I was like, huh? <laughs> I was like, when did you get a new account? But I was just, I don't know. I was off day. But as soon as she said, How was your family? I said, bitch. You ain't, you ain't Dania. Because Dania know how my fucking crazy-ass family is. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Damn you, Dania. That is D-A-M-N underscore the letter U underscore D-E-N-E-I-A. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at with it. Like Savoy mentioned early on, you can watch uh, the World Series of Spades on Amazon Prime. And uh, yeah, that's that's me. That's it. That's all I got. Okay. Um, as always, Bussy Hive, you know where you can find us. Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Google Music Play. We are about to get on Stitcher eventually. Um, there's Stitcher and um, there's one more other one that I can't think about, but we're getting on those um, soon. So by the time season four comes up, we will be where those platforms as well. You can follow us on Instagram as well as um, Twitter at epraythought on Instagram is with a O zero instead of a O. Um, please follow us on Instagram as well as Twitter because that's where you'll find out information um, slash stupid shit that I post from time to time. Um, by stupid shit, I mean goofy shit. But anyways, Amber, is there anything you would like to say before we leave, darling? Any closing note um. words? Uh, you know, get that bread, get that hands, and leave. <laughs> <laughs>